0: One of the most difficult questions that we face in life is this one. God, if you are so good, then why is there suffering in the world? I'm going to attempt to answer this question today from a biblical perspective. I hope that today's program will bring you comfort and encouragement. This is Bible teacher and author Carol McLeod as we continue our study entitled Refined, finding joy in the midst of the
1: fire. Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio with Carol McLeod. For more information about Carol, Just Joy Ministries, or her other messages, please visit our website at justjoyministries.com. And you can find Carol on Facebook at Carol McLeod, Bible teacher and author. We're also here if you need prayer, please call us toll free with your prayer request. 1-855-569-5433. That's 1-855-JOY-LIFE. Now, let's join Carol for today's inspiring message.
0: We've been studying the goodness of God. We've been discovering that God is perpetually, eternally, and enthusiastically good. His goodness is not based upon our behavior or our choices. The Bible says that he is good all the time, that he is good to the just and to the unjust. The Bible also says that his goodness is chasing us down. That is such good news for all of us who wonder, have I done something to deserve my circumstances? No, God is good all the time and his goodness is chasing you down. But a question that must follow is this one. If God is so good, then why is there suffering in the world? I've tried to come up with some theological and hopeful answers based on my understanding of the scriptures. Now, you might not like my answers. You might not agree with my answers, but I can promise you that they are biblical and hopeful. And And I think that if you pray about them and meditate on the answers that I'll propose to you today, that some of these answers just might bring you peace in the midst of your fire. First of all, We live in a fallen world. We live in an imperfect world. We live in the war zone that's known as planet earth. Now there is a perfect place and that place is called heaven and only good things will happen in heaven. This is what Revelation 21 verse 4 assures us of. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and there will no longer be any death. There will no longer be any mourning or crying or pain. The first things have passed away. We live in the middle of the conflict of good and evil, and I've read the back of the book, and I know who wins. But while we're here on planet Earth, we are here to continue to bring the goodness of God in spite of the fallen condition of the world in which we live. My second explanation for why is there suffering in the world is this. God gave us free choice. As human beings, we have freedom of choice. We can choose him or not. Now, as we all know, the blessing is incredible. The blessing is beyond belief when we choose him, when we choose to obey him and to love him. And yet there are people all around us every day who are making the wrong choices and their choices may have impacted your life. People get drunk and cause accidents. People smoke and get cancer and cause cancer to those around them. Pollution pollutes and causes diseases. Cars speed. People live recklessly. People use guns for the wrong purposes. So much of the pain on planet Earth is caused by freedom of choice. But listen, the reason that God gave us freedom of choice is a valuable one. He did not want to enforce his will upon us. He wanted us to choose to love him. If he forced us to love him, that wouldn't be love at all, would it be? And so he has given us as his creation, as his dearly loved children, the freedom of choice. My third explanation as to why there's suffering in the world is this. The existence of evil does not contradict God's goodness, but in some ways it highlights it. Did you know that God can ultimately use evil to bring about a greater good? I can hardly understand it. That's good news. No, that's great news. God, because he's omnipotent and because his goodness always wins, he is able to make even evil serve his greater purpose. Evil will never win as long as the God who is good all the time is in charge. Just ask Joseph of the Old Testament. Do you remember what? he said in Genesis chapter 50, verse 20. He looked at his brothers and he said, you meant evil against me, but God used it for good. Oh, I love serving a God like that, that he is able to take my disappointments and discouragements and the evil things that come against my life, and he's able to turn them into good. Many of you know my testimony that I have five children on earth and five children in heaven, and I went through years and years and years of infertility, years and years and years of sending little lives back to heaven. And during those years, I I didn't know how God would use that for good. I only knew that my arms were empty, my heart was empty, and I was depressed. But now from this vantage point, as I look back at those occurrences in my life, I can tell you that I'd go through them again to be the woman that I am today. Because those dark years in my life taught me to be a defiantly joyful Christian. God took the pain of those years and he did not waste it, but he used it to create a stronger version of Carol. And then reason number four, this is a good one. Because God loves you, what he allows may not seem good or kind in the moment, but it really is. To illustrate this point, let's talk about two different kinds of parents. And then I want you to answer a question for me. Which parent has more good in them? First of all, I'll describe parents A. These parents force their children to stay home at night and practice the piano and do their homework and take their vitamins and eat their vegetables and get to bed on time. Then there's the set of parents from family B. These parents allow their kids to hang out at the mall all night, play video games instead of doing their homework, eat ice cream instead of asparagus. Well, to the children, the answer would seem to be, I'll take parent B. Those are the really good parents. Those are the really cool parents. Those parents get me. Those parents understand me. But down the line, who will prove to be the truly good parents? Well, it's parents set A, of course, you know, as human beings, as humanity, we cannot judge God's goodness by our standard of goodness. We are the children and he is the good and kind and loving father. And we must understand that God's goodness is not just what makes us feel all warm and happy inside. God's goodness doesn't magically turn him into an endless dispenser of pleasure. Rather than indulging us with what we think we want, God considers the long-term effects that may keep us from what we actually need and eternally want. So we have to trust so many of these answers into the hands of the all-good, always-loving, all kind God. So much of our Christianity boils down to simple trust, doesn't it? Either we trust God or we don't. And then reason number five, why there's suffering in the world. Let me begin by reading to you from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. These are the words of Paul. Because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, for this reason, to keep me from exalting myself, there was given me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep me from exalting myself. Concerning this, I implored the Lord three times that it might leave me. And God has said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Paul identifies his thorn in the flesh as being from Satan. It wasn't from God. God didn't give Paul his thorn in the flesh. Satan gave it to him, but God used it for a greater good. God used it to teach Paul greater dependency upon God and on his nature. And isn't that a good thing? Why wasn't Paul's thorn in the flesh removed? we don't really know. Theologians have tried to answer that question for generations. But the bottom line is, we don't know. What we do know, because Paul says it, is that God used it for a greater good. You know, I do believe that God heals today, don't you? I believe that healing reveals the goodness of God. And I believe that it is his will often heal today. But always remember this, that the goodness of God is revealed in a multitude of ways, and healing is one of them. Oh, and how we all want to be healed, don't we? But you know what? God's goodness is also revealed in strength. And in power, when God gives you his strength to keep moving ahead, and when God gives you his power in the face of insurmountable odds, that's God's goodness being revealed in your life. Patience and wisdom are part of God's goodness revealed in a person's weakness, God can reveal his goodness to us in an infinite number of ways because he is an infinite God. The comfort that I receive all goes back to Psalm 119, verse 68. The psalmist declared this, God, you are good and you do good. In that the truth? We serve a God who is good, he does good, and he is working all things together for our good. Exodus 34 reminds us that the glory of God is seen in his goodness.
1: We're so glad you were able to join us today. The Just Joy staff would love to hear from you. Please call us at 1-855-569-5433. That's 1-855-JOY-LIFE. Or simply go online to justjoyministries.com. Whether you want to live above the ordinary or learn to worship God even during hardships, Carol has great teachings to help you every step of the way. Carol would love to come speak in your area. Her messages of hope and joy have blessed so many. Contact us today at JustJoyMinistries.com or call toll-free 1-855-569-5433.
0: It's my pleasure to study God's Word with you and remind you to never, never, never give up. Don't give up on God or on yourself or on your future. Never give up. If you're struggling and need prayer, please call us today. The phone number is easy to remember, 855-JOY-LIFE. Or you can email me directly, carol at justjoyministries.com. If you've been blessed by the messages and the ministry, please let us know with your sponsorship. Call us toll free, 855 569 5433 or go online to justjoyministries.com.